0: welcome back everybody
1: it's the we don't want to grow up podcast i'm stacy this is pete we're glad you're here
0: we're broadcasting from our new studio
1: that's right last week we had the beginnings of this
0: the beta version
1: Yeah, the beta version.
0: Now we've gone GA.
1: (laughs) We've moved rooms again. We're just kind of moving around our house.
0: And now we've got a brand new blanket fort. And it is sweet.
1: It's so magical in here. If you listened to our last episode where we talked about Teen Wolf and Teen Witch, I was saying how all we needed was some twinkle lights. (laughs) (laughs) And one night he brought me up here to show me and there were twinkle lights.
0: They were twinkling. Clark, the little lights are twinkling.
1: <laughs> he made it magical.
0: You ready to get into it?
1: So it's 1989. Mm. You're sitting in your room by your stereo. The cassette tape is in the player. You've got your fingers ready to hold down two buttons. Ah, uh, Yeah. Because you couldn't just do one when you wanted to record. You had to hit play and record at the That's same right. time. That's right. That just came to me. <laughs> <laughs> You're waiting. What song are you going to push those two buttons down for? So it's
0: 1989? hmm 1989, it would have been Funky Cold Medina by Tone Loke.
1: Yes. Funky Cold Medina. As always, there are tons of great songs from this year. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to choose Miss You Much by Janet Jackson.
0: Oh, that is a good one.
1: (laughs) 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 This one, my sister had the tape, Mm. but, you know, I could only borrow it when she wasn't listening to it. Right. So I had a boombox in the basement and our playroom at my parents' house. Yeah. And I remember playing it and making up dances to it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the perfect song for that.
1: It is. I love early Janet. I mean, I love all Janet, yeah. but that early Janet just was so powerful. Yeah. You know? but Awesome yet, rhythm, too. But yet she would smile, and her smile was super contagious. It was. It'll, I mean, it is it still. Is, yeah. Okay. So I've mentioned before that there's a podcast I listen to My Favorite Murder, where they have a corrections corner every week Mm -hmm. because usually they've had someone point out to them something that they said that wasn't correct. Right. And, you know, obviously we can't copy that name, (laughs) but Pete actually came up with the idea (laughs) of calling it, well, you said we were going to visit the vice principal's office. Yes, I don't know. I guess if we both make the mistake, then maybe our audience has to decide. Maybe (laughs) they could vote. But if one of us makes the mistake, then I think the other one, it plays vice principal and gets to decide what the punishment is. Wow,
0: that is a lot of responsibility. uh, Is
1: it detention? Is it ISS? In school suspension? Oh. Is it straight up suspension? You expelled? What is it? Hopefully neither of us gets expelled.
0: Yeah, that's a pretty big penalty.
1: So... There have already been several things that we've (laughs) caught after the fact that we're like, no, yeah, (laughs) you know, people have been pretty kind about it. Like, for instance, on our episode where we cover National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Mm -hmm. we called the dog Snots. We called him Snarf. Snarf, yeah. Which is from Thundercats. Yep. But sometimes when you're on a roll and you're just talking, like, different things come out of your mouth. Sounds right. The other person doesn't catch it.
0: Yeah. It's close enough. That it's just like, yeah, that's what it was. And
1: now it's out there in the universe for everyone to listen <laughs> to for all eternity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that, I mean, what would you consider that? I would say, I would say that's, that's maybe ISS.
0: Yeah. Cause that's a pretty big character to get wrong.
1: Yeah. And, and the person that pointed it out was pretty offended. He said that he was, he considered turning it off right then and there. <laughs>
0: It was it was severe for him.
1: <laughs> but he chose to stick with it. Yeah. I don't know if he's still listening today. I haven't heard back from him. Okay. But the most recent mistake that happened, actually, we caught it before we put the episode out, mm-hmm. but it didn't flow to take it out. Right. Was in Teen Witch, I was talking about the incantation when she is practicing and she's doing her... Omni Suminaro Suminaro one. Yeah, and I said she was summoning rain, and actually it's wind. It's not that big of a deal. It's just it's the same scene. It is, and she did summon rain.
0: Yeah, that was like right after. It's immediately after her summoning the wind. So, <laughs> so it's at okay. least I had the right scene. Yeah, that's for me. You're sitting in my office, and I've got to decide the penalty. It's just detention. That's max. Like. It's so slight. You almost don't even get attention.
1: Oh. Well, thank you, sir. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. It's a TV show this week, so you know we're focusing just on it.
0: Singular focus. We are covering Saved by the Bell.
1: Yay!
0: All right. <laughs> Yeah, this was a sitcom created by Sam Bobrick for NBC. It started airing Saturday mornings and it ran from 89 to 93.
1: It's so funny because in my mind, I feel like it was on the air for so much longer than that. But it's because it was in syndication forever. I think it probably still is, or at least it was until it moved to Hulu.
0: Yeah. Like, I think it was on TBS, just continually.
1: TBS, TNT. Yeah.
0: So it's about a close group of friends and their lives in high school. It's mostly a comedy, you know, but they did deal with some pretty heavy or serious topics.
1: They did. And it always felt a little weird when they did. Yeah. I mean, I understand why they did, but it was like, oh, the show usually makes me (laughs) laugh.
0: This isn't making me laugh right now. (laughs) That's okay. It's good to have some serious episodes occasionally. Yes,
1: for sure. But Saved by the Bell isn't the first time that we meet some of these characters. Right. First... There was Good Morning, Miss Bliss, starring Haley Mills, who some of you may remember from The Parent Trap and Pollyanna. I loved Parent Trap. The I original. did too. So it ran from 88 to 89 on the Disney Channel and then later went into syndication with like a Saved by the Bell rerun package. It was set in Indianapolis, which I never really thought about yeah. that because Saved by the Bell is set in California.
0: And once it was in syndication... For the Miss Bliss episodes, Zach would come on beforehand and say, hey, this was from an earlier time. Right. Because it was a little different. There was, like, different people.
1: Yeah, he had to explain. Yeah. And it was on NBC now, and not everybody had the Disney Channel, so it was brand new to a lot of people.
0: Yeah, I didn't know about Good Morning, Miss Bliss. I only knew about Saved by the Bell.
1: Yeah, I did watch Good Morning, Miss Bliss, but I don't know if it was on the Disney Channel or if it was just because I saw it in syndication. Yeah. It would be on, I feel like, early in the mornings. Okay. Like before school.
0: Yeah, this was a show that I remember being on and watching early.
1: Yes. I mean, once it moved to NBC. It was on all the time, It was probably. Well, it was a Saturday morning show.
0: Well, I feel like, wasn't it in syndication?
1: It it was. It was a Saturday morning show. Like, new episodes came on Saturday morning. Okay. And then it was in syndication. It was on all the time, it felt like. Yeah. I would watch it after school.
0: I was probably watching syndication early in the morning.
1: Yeah. I think it was on before school, after school. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, good morning, Miss Bliss starred some of our characters that we all know and love from Saved by the Bell. You had, of course, Zach Morris, played mm-hmm. by Mark Paul Gosselaar. You had Lisa Turtle, played by Lark Voorhees. Screech, Samuel Powers, played <laughs> by Dustin Diamond, who I think everyone knows just passed away recently. He did pass away, yeah. Very sad. Very sad. Mr. Richard Belding, played by Dennis Haskins, who's from Chattanooga. Where he is we, from Chattanooga. Where we live. And I... I told this story actually on a previous episode as well, but his brother used to work with my dad back in the day and they were in like a chorus type thing for work. I don't know if chorus is the right word, a choir. Yeah, it
0: was like a work choir of some kind. Yeah, they worked
1: for Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you know, and at Christmas they- came together and did this whole thing, you know, in downtown Chattanooga. And I wasn't there, but my dad told me (laughs) Mr. Belding showed up at our performance today. That's
0: that's so awesome.
1: I know. (laughs) I always thought that was fun. So every time I ever watch it, when I see Dennis Haskins, I just think he's from Chattanooga. Yeah. And this version of the show featured some of the other teachers as well. You know, you see teachers on Saved by the Bell, but they weren't involved as much. Yeah, they
0: weren't as much a, a part of the show as they were in Miss Bliss. Right. I mean, she's like the main character of yes. the show. And then the other teachers are big characters as well.
1: And then and then Zach, Lisa, and Screech had two different friends. They had Nikki, played by Heather Hopper, and Mikey, played by Max Batamo? Yeah. Batimo
0: Batamo. Batamo.
1: <laughs> and they didn't make the cut for Saved by the Bell.
0: They did not.
1: So this show was canceled after one season, but that's when it was picked up by NBC and given a little makeover with the title Saved by the Bell. They move from Indiana to Bayside High School in l a
0: And once the gang gets to Bayside, we jump right into the new California setting. The school, I mean pretty much looks the same yeah,
1: it's definitely the same set.
0: yeah, but now they hang out at the Max, which is a super cool diner. uh-huh. And they also meet some new friends with no real introduction. It's just like, hey, we've always been friends. Here they are.
1: Right. I remember being really confused when we watched the first episode because it was like, wait a minute.
0: Did we miss something?
1: How is it that we're just jumping in in the middle of this? There's no introduction to anyone. So it's (laughs) like they expect that you know who Zach is, but they also expect that you know who... These other characters are. Right. Which are Jesse Spano, played by Elizabeth Berkley, A.C. Slater, played by Maria Lopez, and Kelly Kapowski, played by Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Kapow! <laughs> which, obviously, it didn't take long to get over the fact that you're in a new setting and around new people.
0: Yeah, it didn't take long to be comfortable with the new cast and the new setting. They did a good job of that transition, other than it being a little abrupt. Mm -hmm. I thought it went pretty well.
1: It definitely felt more bright, too, when you watch them back to back. Yeah. Like, I feel like Good Morning, Miss Bliss is a lot more muted. And I'm sure that's just the film and whatnot. I don't know.
0: Maybe. I mean, it could be art design as well.
1: Yeah. I mean, they definitely wanted to make everything really bright and colorful, like the way the Max is decorated. Yeah.
0: That's a good call because everything is very colorful once it gets to the Saved by the Bell series.
1: Right. And the outfits. Yeah.
0: They stay colorful.
1: Yeah, they stay colorful throughout. They are mega eye candy. Yes, all the time. Like I feel like every single episode we watched, I was focused on what everyone was wearing and we (laughs) would talk about what they were wearing. Right. You know, down to the hair accessories. So fun facts. This one, I don't know if it was in the recesses of my mind and I knew it. and I just happened to read it yesterday and I like gasped Mm -hmm. because Mark, Paul and Lark dated for three years while filming the show.
0: Yeah, you told me that yesterday that blew my mind.
1: I think I blocked that out, but it makes so much sense. It does we're gonna talk about that a little bit more later? But it definitely makes sense. It was evident. (laughs) Yes. And also, I guess they're just kind of talking about it more so now because Mario Lopez was on the Kelly Clarkson show and Mm -hmm. he was talking about how he and Tiffany Amber dated seriously Mm -hmm. for a while. He was saying that he actually went to real school and she would wear his real letterman jacket around you know, I don't know, on set or whatever.
0: So wait, they went to the same school?
1: He went to school, okay. but she would wear his jacket because they were oh, dating. Oh, from school. Yeah. I gotcha. Where they're like on the set of Saved by the Bell. And she's wearing that around. Yes. <laughs> I just thought that was interesting. And I read from, you know, two different places. One was from Mark Paul and one was from Mario where they were saying how the whole group was a bit incestuous, yeah. which sounds weird because it's not like they were actually family, but right. They also felt like family and it was all just kind of intermingling, which kind of is what happened on the show as well. <laughs> it is.
0: Now, did you ever wear anyone's Letterman jacket around? No. I don't remember people really doing that.
1: That wasn't really a thing by the time I was in high school.
0: Yeah. Like, I never,
1: a... I don't, I don't feel like, you know, I mean, any of my friends that had like really serious boyfriends that were athletes, I don't feel like I remember them wearing.
0: I didn't really like our jackets.
1: I feel like that was more a thing like when my 80s. sister was in school. Yeah. She graduated in 89. Mm-hmm. So this would have been kind of around that same time. Yeah. I just thought it was kind of fun to hear about yeah. and I feel like it wasn't really widely known that they all dated.
0: Yeah, I didn't have any idea.
1: And I know obviously social media wasn't a thing but you know, you would think that you would read about that in the magazines. Yeah. Because they were all over the teen magazines at the time.
0: That's a fun thought, too. Like, what would this show have been like if there was social media back yeah. then? Oh, what, what would the show have been like? And these actors, you know, what would have come out at that point? All that kind of stuff, because it, it feels like it's a bit harder to hide things. Right. Now. Yes. So this was an, another fact that you found. Mark Paul Gossler is actually half Asian.
1: Yes. I was watching an interview where he was on Jimmy Fallon. And he was presenting this fun fact. He said, you know, like a lot of people don't know this. He's like, it's funny because my hair was always dyed blonde, but people thought that it really was blonde. You know, once he actually let it be its natural color, they thought he had dyed it dark. Right. You know, and he's like, no, actually, this is my natural color.
0: Yeah. He said that he would have to get his hair dyed every two weeks and I can identify with him. I wouldn't do it that often, but he was talking about the different forms that that would take You know, they would do foil or they would pull it through like a hairnet. Right. I was like, yeah, I did all that same stuff.
1: He was saying that at the end of every season, they pretty much thought that they were going to be canceled. Mm -hmm. And he said, so that's why there were so many different variations. And you would see this vast difference in his hair because he would let it go back to its natural color. Right. And then they would come back on set and they'd have to do a new Zach hairdo. They'd have to do new Zach color. (laughs) (laughs) Something else I thought was funny in that Jimmy Fallon interview. Was how Zach was talking about how, like, he went through, it, you know, different phases, and how at one point, you know, he was a huge vanilla ice fan. And mm-hmm. so he would shave it on the side and have the big bouffant hair going on and Jimmy's like yeah I know I did everything you did <laughs> and which <laughs> I is can what identify you, is what you were saying yeah you were like this is exactly the look I was trying to accomplish and I've seen a lot of your photos and I feel like you did a pretty good job
0: at times and and then I saw like my senior photos and maybe I was just past it at that point but yeah boy that's not what I was going for there apparently but yeah before then I guess in this time frame when I think about a few of the photos anyways, I got close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't dying my hair at that point because I was still hanging on to the fact that I was a blonde, even though I wasn't anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, another thing he mentioned on Jimmy Fallon was how people thought that it was so unique that Zach would break the fourth wall and talk to the camera. Yeah. And he's like, Hello. That was obviously copied from Ferris Bueller, <laughs> yeah. which I never even thought about. I mean, I knew that Zach talking to camera wasn't groundbreaking. I I knew that it had happened before, but I didn't think of the tie-in.
0: Yeah, like the link from a, a timing standpoint. It was just a couple of years before that that Ferris Bueller came out,
1: right? And Mark was saying like I idolized Ferris Bueller, which makes a lot of sense when yeah. you think of the Zach character.
0: Another thing you found out helped make sense of something that was confusing for us. Because in 1992, they ordered 11 more episodes after the graduation episode had already been shot.
1: Yeah, so they thought they were done. They
0: thought they were done. So Tiffany Amber Thiessen and uh, Elizabeth Berkeley had already decided that they were leaving the show. So that's when they hired Leanna Creel to play Tori Scott.
1: Your favorite.
0: So, my favorite character, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he really does not like her.
0: I really don't, I'm sorry. Last
1: night was the first episode that we watched that she was on, and he was just like, Ugh! <laughs> 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 Which actually surprised me, because I, I thought he would actually really like Tori.
0: She's just not my favorite.
1: Okay.
0: I'm sure Leanna is a great person.
1: She's also a triplet, and I can't believe I remembered... That, well, I sort of remembered because I was like, I feel like she has a twin. Like it was coming up in my mind and I looked it up and it was actually triplets and they were in the movie Parent Trap 2.
0: Editor's note, she meant three. All three of them?
1: All three of them starring Hayley Mills. Oh, wow. Who was in the original Parent Trap, except now she's the (laughs) mom. Yeah, yeah. Which I kind of remember.
0: I don't... I I I found pictures
1: of it. I'll have to share. Yeah. I don't know that I ever really watched it, but I just remember thinking that it was a fun tie-in because, it, you know, she was on Saved by the Bell and then Hayley Mills was Miss Bliss. That's
0: so crazy. I know. But yeah, back to that other point. So they obviously had to change the order of the episodes to fill the season. So Tori and Kelly were never on the same episode. Yeah, we
1: were kind of noticing that. We were like, where did... Kelly and Jesse go like right. Jesse wasn't really around much either
0: and then like where did Tori go <laughs> right <laughs> it started it didn't to get make a lot of
1: sense but it does explain why we were confused about the timeline mm-hmm. and I did find a list a little while ago about how to watch the show in chronological order because there's also confusion on you know the way that it is on Hulu and I truly don't remember how it aired in real time Mm-hmm. Because I don't remember being confused when they went to Malibu Sands Beach Club for the summer. But it's very confusing on Hulu because it's like you see Zach and Kelly break up and then they're at the beach. And then you go back and it's the next episode right after Zach and Kelly break up. Because when you go to the beach, it's like Zach and Kelly are friends again. Everything's fine. right? There's no hurt feelings. And then you go back and now like Zach's all upset and Kelly's still dating Jeff. And it's this whole, you know.
0: It was jarring for me because... Like you mentioned, they break up and then it's not addressed in the very next episode. Mm -hmm. But then like their looks, their hairstyles, everything is different Mm -hmm. in the Malibu episodes. And then you go back the very next episode to these more mainline episodes. Right. It's just like, what is going on?
1: Yeah, it's obvious that they filmed the Malibu Sands stuff after they filmed that whole third season. Yeah. And then they just threw them all in together, you well, know?
0: Tiffany Amber Thiessen in particular looks so different. I thought this might have been filmed after everything was over.
1: She just, her hair was darker and she wore her bangs straight down and her hair was up because she was a lifeguard. Okay. She was also very tan because they were on the beach the whole time, Mm -hmm. probably because she knew she was going to be in a bathing suit. You know, so she's like, I got to get a great tan.
0: They all did have very good tans.
1: They did. (laughs) So I just wanted to shout out Alyssa Bajanero. I hope I'm saying that right. Sorry if I butchered your name. The Inspired RD and her husband who put that list together during quarantine because he had extra time and for, you know, sharing that with the world. So if you want to check that out, you can go to inspiredrd.com. And just search save by the Bell. I'm sure it'll pop up.
0: One thing I found out, which was actually really disappointing, the cast don't receive residuals for the syndication of the show.
1: That blew my mind when you told me that. Yeah. That is so sad. It is sad. Think about how many times that show has aired on television yeah, since sucks. they filmed it.
0: Like, I guess when they signed their original contracts, they didn't know the show was going to be a hit. Mm -hmm. So you probably just take the best contract you can get. But I wonder with the rebooting of the show, if... I would have tried to like work that in and like, okay, I'll come back and do this show if you start giving me a piece of the old show.
1: Right. Yeah. I would have worked that into the contract, too, because I'm like, also, do they get that Hulu money? Probably not. Right.
0: It's all of that they missed out on. That sucks for them.
1: That does really suck. That would be a lot to get over. You know, I feel like that that would really like eat me up every day. Yeah, because
0: that has to be a lot of money. I I mean, a lot of money.
1: Like ask the Friends cast.
0: Yeah. Friends, Seinfeld, any of them. Mm -hmm. Very lucrative. So that's really disappointing for them.
1: Full House. I wonder if they get paid for a syndication. I
0: don't know. I never looked at that for
1: them. Huh. Because that's what I think about, you know, I talked about that on the Full House episode. Full House and Saved by the Bell. Those were the shows that yeah. I feel like were always on in the afternoon after school at right. my house.
0: And they have continued to be on television. Even I know. since then.
1: I remember being like a 20-something-year-old living in Orlando, and it would be on TV. Right. And if it was on, and I wasn't watching anything else, I'd have it on because- those are great shows, and they make you feel cozy. there
0: ought to be something <laughs> there ought to be something in Hollywood where it's like defaulted that you always get a residual of something that you've been involved in, at right. least from an actor's standpoint. you know the rest of it I don't know you know as much, but like if if you're making music for a show, you should get a residual like that ought to be part of it. That's so surprising to me that they don't me too. I want them to get that money
1: get that money, <laughs> honey
0: so there was only one classroom set,
1: oh really? yeah.
0: Which actually surprised me. And they just rearrange it for the various scenes.
1: I guess that kind of makes sense when I think about other classrooms. Yeah. That's funny.
0: didn't we notice something with one of their houses? Like when they went to Lisa's house? Or was it? No, it wasn't Lisa's house. It was Screech's
1: house. Well, it was they had Lisa's birthday party later on. And I was like, hey. That's Screech's house or whatever it was. It was it was definitely they used yeah. the same house.
0: Yeah, they were at Screech's house first. And then a later episode, we saw Lisa's house and it was the same set.
1: And I don't know if in real time we would have ever noticed that. But sure. because we were binging and we were skipping around, you know, it was fresh on the brain. So I was like, wait a minute. I know that <laughs> <set."> caught you.
0: <laughs> Do you know what the AC stands for in AC Slater?
1: We just watched an episode where it was either Jesse or Kelly were they were upset and they called him by his real name and he's like, Oh, you broke out the but I can't remember what it was.
0: Albert Clifford.
1: Albert Clifford. Wow. Sounds like a grandpa if I ever heard it. For
0: real. <laughs> I'd have gone with AC as well. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't blame him. Something I learned today was that Elizabeth Berkeley also auditioned for the role of Kelly along with Jenny Garth. Mm-hmm. But in the end, they cast Tiffany, but then they liked Elizabeth so much. And they just felt like she was such an experienced actor and they really liked her. So they couldn't let her go. So Mm -hmm. they made the character of Jesse for her.
0: Well, good on them. Yes. So one thing I always like to know... When we're in like a high school show,
1: uh-huh.
0: what everyone's ages were oh, at yeah. the time you get Tell to the end of it. So this is when they graduated All on right. the show. When they graduated, Mark Paul Gossler was 19.
1: Okay. So not so far off.
0: Yeah. Not too bad. Mario Lopez was 20.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Elizabeth Berkeley was 21.
1: Buying everybody the booze.
0: Buying everybody the booze.
1: Even though they're in Hollywood, I'm sure they didn't have <laughs> they, any problem they could getting that. get it. Get
0: it. <laughs> Tiffany Thiessen was 19. Lark Voorhees, also 19. And Dustin Diamond was 16.
1: I did read that he was a lot younger than everyone.
0: He was 12 when they cast him. And I read that. A producer or somebody, maybe the director or whatever, if they had known he was 12, they wouldn't have cast him. They didn't know when they cast him that he was 12 years old. Right.
1: I also read that Mark Paul actually pushed for him to be Screech because he he? just felt like Dustin was the real life Screech. Yeah.
0: So you'd mentioned Jenny Garth auditioning. Uh Uh-huh. Along with that Brian Austin Green Jonathan Brandis and Jaleel White all auditioned to be on the show.
1: Wow. That's funny because there's a character on there, a side character who reminded me a lot of Urkel.
0: Yeah. So Brian Austin Green and Jaleel White actually appeared in a scrapped pilot.
1: (gasps) I would love to see that. Yeah.
0: I saw a picture of Brian Austin Green and he was young. Yeah. So I wonder if it was like for the Miss Bliss pilot or something.
1: Maybe. You know, what's funny is Brian Austin Green and Tiffany Amber Thiessen dated for a while. Did they? hmm
0: Was that 90210 days?
1: I actually just read today that they were dating before then, and they broke up right when she got the <laughs> role on 90210.
0: Oh, he had to be so, well, who knows? But he, he couldn't have been happy about that, nor her.
1: Right. Well, it's definitely but not that's easy. that's like his show, you know? Yeah, and definitely <laughs> not easy to be around your ex. Yeah.
0: <laughs> So we mentioned Malibu Sands, so if you're not familiar with the show, there's this set of episodes in season three, it? Yes. Season three has a section of episodes where they go to Malibu Sands. So this is like this beach resort. The place that they actually filmed it was the same beach club that was used in Beverly Hills 90210. (laughs)
1: I just read this on the outline as he was talking and that's why I was like, yes, because <laughs> I totally loved when they used to go to the Beach Club on 90210 and yeah. that makes so much sense that it was the same place.
0: I don't remember 90210 like visually, so I can't put the two together. I kind of remember
1: when we watch it to cover it on the podcast. I can't wait.
0: I watched 90210.
1: I can't wait to cover it to you.
0: But I did also read that don't go cuz this is a real place that still exists. I can't remember the name but they've remodeled it so much it doesn't look the same
1: anymore. Oh, that's sad. It's
0: unrecognizable.
1: So just a few things that we noticed while watching that we never noticed before. I feel like, I don't know if this is across the board on the show, but in all the episodes that we watch, because you know how we do when we watch a show, we watch the first episode, the last episode, and a few episodes spread throughout. Mm-hmm. Just so we kind of, you know, and especially with Say by the Bell, a show that we're familiar with, we tried to watch the ones that We remembered or that seemed like they were really an important plot driver or really fun. Yeah, But every episode that had one of the kids' parents, there was always only one parent. You'd see Lisa's mom or Zach's dad or Zach's mom, but not on the same episode as Zach's dad. Mm -hmm. You'd see Screech's mom where she's like going off on an anniversary trip, but the husband is nowhere to be seen. (laughs) Like she leaves and comes home without him she's on an anniversary trip.
0: Right. What I went and read was we never meet Slater's, Jesse's or Kelly's mom.
1: Right. I was thinking of that today. At least I was like, well, maybe they're in episodes we didn't see. We've definitely seen uh, Slater's dad. We've seen Jesse's dad and Kelly's dad. Right. Zach's dad. I don't feel like we ever saw Lisa's dad.
0: We do not. We We saw her mom. Oh yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we meet her dad or not. Screech's dad is never on there. Huh. And you were right. Like, they never show Zach's mom and dad
1: together. together ever for some reason. And the super weird thing, well, because I thought, well, maybe they're divorced, but they don't talk about them being divorced. Yeah, they're in
0: the same house.
1: But it's Christmas Eve at one point and all the kids were over at Zach's house with his mom and his dad's not there. And right. of course, I also just thought it was weird that they weren't off with their families. <laughs> yeah, too. Like, why are you all Zach's house? <laughs> Didn't really make sense <laughs> on Christmas Eve, but they wouldn't have had a good christmas special if they weren't all together but yeah i just thought that was weird and he even would be like my dad called and said you should stay mm-hmm. you know because maybe the writers were thinking like they're gonna just let this homeless man and his daughter like stay at their house right. with his wife and child and so he's like <laughs> he
0: oh, addressed but it my
1: dad called and said <laughs> you guys should stay you know i don't know i just thought that was an interesting choice
0: it is and i couldn't find any info as to why that is the case. Mm-hmm. I mean, was it like a budgeting thing where you didn't want to pay for two actors right. <laughs> at once or something?
1: I'm like, I get that you want it to be focused on the kids, but like, you know, it just doesn't make sense.
0: It didn't make sense. And it was noticeable.
1: Right. They always talk about how Kelly has such a large family. And I think there's only one time that you meet one of her siblings. Yeah.
0: She has like six or something. Right. Yeah.
1: It's just interesting.
0: It is. Now, the guys on this show, what's oh. your opinion?
1: They're actually really terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not trying to ruin anybody's feelings about Saved by the Bell. I love Saved by the Bell. I will always have wonderful, like nostalgic feelings for it. But when I watch it, I'm just like, I don't even like Zach. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, everybody loved Zach Morris. I had a mega crush on Zach Morris, but now I watch it. I'm just like, he's an ass. <laughs> and Slater is truly... And I know they point out that, you know, Jesse always calls him a pig and like that he's like this chauvinist, whatever, you know, because she's a feminist and she's always calling him out. And it also doesn't make sense that they would have ever dated. Right. Because he never really changes his ways. He doesn't. (laughs) But, it, you know, I was thinking about it and I'm like, well... I feel like the 80s and 90s was a time of these guys can be this way, but we'll still just, we'll have them have little like learning, little lessons, and it's all okay. Kind of like Michael J. Fox on Family Ties. Mm -hmm. And we'll still paint them out to be not America's sweetheart, but you know what I mean? Like America's heartthrob. The
0: crowd will cheer for what they're doing still on the show because that's what they were doing. Yeah. You know, they'd whoop and holler when Zach or Slater would do certain things yes. that are problematic. And you're just like, well, that's not great.
1: <laughs> right. But I mean, when you're watching it in real time in the 80s and 90s, it doesn't. It didn't register. Feel, at that yeah. You just thought that was normal. Also, it was the, normal. You know, bullying of nerds and, you know, yeah, quote, they were quote, harsh unquote, on the nerds. nerds and I don't know.
0: It is a different time, but, you know, in covering older nostalgic shows like this, we come across that snippet of time for society, and it was different. You know, if we were covering shows from the 50s, it'd be different. Yeah. Yeah. Things change, sometimes in a good way and sometimes not in a good way.
1: Yeah. Well, in this case, I'm glad that the things that are said on this show would not be said on a show now.
0: Yeah. I don't think they would be. I don't watch television made for middle school to high school age.
1: Or like sitcoms. Yeah. You know, where they're going to be throwing out these little one-liners here yeah. and there that were like, oh, well, if she was a man, she'd get right. it done, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> But I will say Screech was like the saving grace as far as the men on that show go. Yeah, he was. Because he was just a sweetheart.
0: Yeah. He was nice to everybody in yes. general.
1: very pure of heart.
0: Good old Screech. On a lighter note, something we came across. Dudes are never wearing any belts.
1: No belts. Where are their belts? <laughs> I don't remember this being a trend where guys didn't wear belts.
0: I feel like I always wore a belt.
1: None of them. They're always wearing their jeans or their pants with their shirts tucked in and kind of billowed out. Yeah. You know, the baggy shirts and then tight fitting at the waist. Of course, then their pants would also billow out. Yeah. Because it was the 80s and early 90s. But yeah, no belts.
0: Yeah, I don't get it. I don't remember that being a style thing.
1: I'm sure I never noticed it at the time, but I noticed it every single scene. (laughs) That we
0: yeah, I know I own belts. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I wore them, but maybe I was a nerd.
1: I don't know. I feel <laughs> like my guy friends that were considered cool in middle school and high school wore belts, but I could be wrong.
0: Yeah, If you don't wear a belt, you know what's going to happen? You're going to get pantsed. You don't want to get <laughs> pantsed.
1: Also, though, I'll say, I feel like by the time I was at that age, tucking your shirt in wasn't so cool.
0: Um, I had to tuck my shirt in First in school. private
1: school. Yeah, we didn't.
0: By the time I got to... Public school, I was not tucking shirts in at at that school.
1: Yeah. So I actually don't, I don't recall.
0: I should take that back. I I would tuck in occasionally.
1: Yeah. Like I think maybe some of the preppier guys would do that. But I also remember like t-shirts untucked.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't wear a lot of t-shirts to school. I didn't have a lot of cool t-shirts.
1: I didn't tuck in my shirts, I don't think.
0: I would have like button up plaid collared shirts. It's
1: kind of what you wear now.
0: It is carryover style wise.
1: Some things don't go out of style.
0: I do still wear a belt though.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then the other thing is just the way that they would go in and out of relationships like it was no big deal. Now, granted, we watched it spaced out. So we missed some things, but it was very confusing. And there were a few that from episode to episode, it's like Kelly and Zach are together. And then the next episode, Zach's looking at some girl and Kelly doesn't care. And then Zach, Zach makes out with Lisa. Jeff, Lisa or Jesse yeah. or whoever. It's just, it was very hard to follow. But maybe if we went and watched it in the order of that list that I was talking about. Yeah, that's a cool list It would that make more sense. Yeah.
0: I can't wait to actually watch it in that order.
1: Yes. If only we had extra time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll put it on at night.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We somehow. I wish Hulu would allow you to make a playlist and order it the way you want to order it.
0: Ooh, that is a good feature request. If it doesn't exist, yeah, they need that. How they don't already have that, I don't know.
1: Because even you know, in previous shows that I would watch, put my DVDs in and watch it and have playing at night. Mm-hmm. If I could have chosen to have a playlist of just my favorite episodes going, I would definitely do that. Oh yeah. They need to come out with that feature.
0: Yeah. Cause you can like make a list though, but you can't like play a playlist. Right. You can just put things You make on a list of a
1: show, but yeah. not episode by episode.
0: Exactly. That's interesting.
1: Do you hear us Hulu?
0: Come on Hulu. Are you ready to dive into our favorite moments?
1: All right. Favorite moments. We always have to do them. Let me know yours. I wonder if we overlapped at all.
0: We did not because I went and looked at yours. Oh, okay. And I took two of mine off (laughs) because I'm very gracious.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: (laughs) My first one, it's when this is a bad moment, but... For a good reason.
1: It was shocking.
0: Yes, when Zack and Slater got an actual fist fight at school.
1: I did not remember that.
0: Me either. It actually it looked Really solid from a fight standpoint. It, it looked did. It legitimate. Looked yeah. Mario Lopez actually coordinated the fight. Huh. And they both did it without any stunt doubles, no pads, no equipment, nothing like that. Wow. Which is not how you would do that today. So they were both actually really proud of that.
1: What I thought was weird about that whole thing was how they were fighting over a girl that they had just met. Yeah. A new girl to school. They didn't know anything about this girl. And they're going to fight over that. Right. When Zach and Slater fought over Kelly so much the first season and then later Zach's making out with Jesse when they're all still in relationships like Zach's with Kelly. Yeah. In that particular episode anyway and Slater (laughs) and Jesse are together and they don't even fight over that. They don't. But they fight over this random girl who I don't even think we ever even saw again after that episode. I don't know for sure. I don't know if we did
0: or not. Yeah. I'd have to go look but it was odd for sure.
1: It's like they just had some pent-up aggression that they, they needed to get out.
0: It's time for a fight. Sometimes <laughs> that happens. <laughs> But I, I really liked that scene and how it was done. So much so that later on in the episode, Mario Lopez had a black eye. And I was like, I wonder if they just did that fight. Oh, yeah.
1: You said you thought that they built that whole episode around his black eye. <laughs> yeah, like he, like, you were like, that's a legit black eye. Because
0: it looked a little swollen. Yeah. But not from like a makeup standpoint. It looked like his face was just like a tiny bit swollen with a, with a black mark there that would look like you just got punched in the face. But I don't know.
1: You didn't read if that black eye was real?
0: I searched and I could not find an answer. All right. Number two is the quote unquote risky business scene. <sighs>
1: You
0: You got Screech, Zach, and Slater. They're all dancing around the living room like in Risky Business.
1: Yeah, it's a fun scene. It
0: is. The girls are all there laughing at them, but they're secretly laughing at them because they don't know that they're there.
1: Oh, because they're at Screech's house because that's when his mom's out of town. They have a big party.
0: That's when they break the Elvis statue.
1: Yes, because his mom (laughs) is an Elvis freak.
0: A big time Elvis freak. Yep. So I really thought that was a lot of fun and I enjoyed it.
1: That's a great scene. Plus, they're all wearing very colorful outfits and sunglasses. (laughs) They are.
0: (laughs) Finally, for me, this is the most obvious one. Thank you for leaving it for me.
1: I did. I told him I was leaving it for him.
0: Such a gift. You're welcome. It's Jesse... And the caffeine pills.
1: I think the episode Jesse's, is called Jesse's Song. Jesse's
0: Song. That's correct.
1: I actually just saw Zach, or not Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Paul Gosselaar has a podcast. He does. Is it called Zach to the Future?
0: Zach to the Future.
1: And he just had Elizabeth Berkeley on to talk about that particular episode Did he? and I haven't had a chance to listen to any of his podcasts but I would really like to because he's re-watching it all for the first time like he
0: he said that he doesn't ever he's like an actor that doesn't watch his work
1: which is always so annoying to me
0: it is I you know he said I just don't do it because it's uncomfortable which I get it's just like ah. Oh. And then you're probably always second-guessing yourself when you're in yeah, the next scene Yeah, I get how that, that can be
1: hard because you have no control over, like, if you, there's something you don't like or that you wish they would have done differently, you yeah. can't change it at that point. It's right. already out there for the world to see. And you
0: don't want it to impact your future performances either, I don't think. Well, maybe, but well, maybe you should you watch could, it and be you like, You could learn oh. from it,
1: though. You could be like, oh, I could have been more authentic there yeah. or whatever. But I say my S is weird. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it feels different than, like, the way Johnny Depp puts it. Yeah. Johnny Depp's a bit more pretentious about it, in my opinion. Though I should add, I really like Johnny Depp. I just, yeah. that part annoys me. So it's the,
1: I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so <laughs> scared. <laughs> Jesse, Jesse.
0: <laughs> Such a great moment.
1: What a great acting moment, too. It
0: was. So originally, that was intended to be speed and not caffeine pills.
1: Oh. But
0: what's it called? It's like standards and procedures wouldn't allow that. Huh. So they had to switch it to caffeine pills. The message was the same. Right. And they're all quick to point out that those were actually Red Hots in the <laughs> pill bottle. That's <laughs> funny. And they'd be crushing Red Hots all the time during that. But yes, that's my third favorite moment, but my most memorable moment.
1: I think it's everyone's most memorable moment. When Absolutely. you think about Saved by the Bell, you think about that scene.
0: Yep. And I think Elizabeth Berkeley understands that now, too. <laughs> I saw a few interviews with her where she would bring that up and be like, if somebody says, I'm so excited, I know what's coming next. <laughs> All right. My honorable mentions. HMs. HMs. The drinking and driving episode that also contains the toga party.
1: Toga. Toga.
0: They crash Lisa's parents' Mercedes, which...
1: Zach had some beers and drove like an idiot.
0: And Tori, Tori's in that episode. She's there at the party, has no drinks, and then storms out. Leaves her friends behind. That's why I hate Tori.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this was pre-Uber. You needed to have somebody that was a DD. You
0: had to have a DD. Of course, they get the car back to Zach's house. Zach's dad comes out and he's super chill. Doesn't notice that the car is wrecked, but, you know, they go through the whole episode and they get found out. But it's one of my more favorite moments.
1: And he also doesn't notice that they're wearing togas.
0: Yes, you're right. He also (laughs) doesn't notice that they're wearing togas. So funny. So, yeah. Next up, I have always loved Zach's giant cell phone. Yeah. The brick, I (laughs) think it was referred to. I was very jealous of that back in the day. I was like, oh, my God, I want that so bad. I would use that all the time. And you know what? I do. (laughs) As do we all.
1: Well, this just makes me think of, and I know that I've already told the story on a previous episode, but I just have to add for anyone that might be listening that hasn't heard that episode, I was in Vegas and I was getting into this club because (laughs) I was with someone who worked there and Mark Paul Gossler. Is standing there outside the club on his cell phone, yelling at someone because he can't get in. <laughs> and all I remember thinking was like Zach Morris has a tiny phone. <laughs> like it was so weird because he didn't have the big Zach Morris cell phone. That is hilarious. And it was in like two thousand one. So it's crazy to think like that wasn't that far. It wasn't beyond was say by the Bell. Five
0: six years later, right?
1: And. Yeah, to this day, I regret not being like, you can come in with us. Because <laughs> we went right in. So yeah. we always would joke about how we passed up Zach Morris in line.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Zach.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
0: Do you remember the first cell phone you ever owned?
1: Yeah, it was just your typical flip phone. I didn't get one until I lived in Florida. So it was like 2003 or something.
0: Mine would have been in 99. 99. I mm-hmm. had a flip phone, and I ordered some Papa John's. Yeah. I ate the Papa John's because it was delicious, and then I threw the box away the next day.
1: Stop. Your phone was in it, wasn't it? And
0: I could not find my phone. <laughs> the only rational explanation is that it was like sitting in the box and got thrown away.
1: I bet you put it on the lid. Yeah. And then closed it. Closed and didn't the lid. Realize. And it was
0: a small, it was a pretty small flip phone. And I had just gotten it. Like, I feel like it was like six months old and Verizon was like, well, you'll just have to buy a brand new one. And oh, it was no. like $300. I didn't have $300 to spend on a cell phone. Right. Because they'd, you know, given it to me free for the plan or whatever. So it was another few years until I had another cell phone. Probably wow. three, I think. Oh my gosh. Like 2002, 2003, something like that.
1: Huh.
0: All right. Next up, the volleyball game at Malibu Sands. Yes. I loved that scene in that, that volleyball fun. game.
1: <laughs> also, McSteamy, Eric Dane from Grey's Anatomy. A
0: very young McSteamy.
1: Very young. I didn't even recognize him at first. And then Pete looked it up and he was like, oh, your guy from Grey's Anatomy is in <laughs> this. And I was like, what? Here. Where? And then they showed me again. And I it wasn't until I saw his profile that yeah. I could see that it was him. But he was so scrawny. I mean, very tall. He was a beanpole. But very scrawny. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That was just a fun scene. It was... Not really good volleyball, <laughs> but I was playing a lot of volleyball. Like right after that, I started playing a lot of volleyball in like 93, 94, playing some beach volleyball.
1: Yeah, you were letting me know that you were a volleyball pro.
0: I was decent at volleyball, especially for a little guy. Yeah. But I could jump really high.
1: You're not that little. Well,
0: for volleyball, I'm little. Oh. I'm of average size, but like people that are good at volleyball are generally like six four. It's like basketball. Oh, okay. Basketball players are even taller, but- you know, if you want to be good at volleyball, you better be over six feet tall for sure.
1: Unless you're Peter Tuttle.
0: Yeah. I'm. Well, and I was okay. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't go pro. I wasn't that good. Well, maybe.
1: But better than any of them on this show.
0: Oh, yeah. To smoke any of them on this show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> also, just let me piggyback off of the Malibu Sands. Yeah. My favorite part of all of that, aside from just them being at the beach, was that Zach had a thing with Leah Remini's character. Stacy Carosi, <laughs> and so I got to hear Zach Morris say the name Stacy over and over and over. He it did. Was so wonderful because there weren't a lot of times that I heard people say my name. So
0: all right, my final HM when Zach gets a fifteen oh two on his SAT out of nowhere. Shocker, Jesse gets a twelve oh five, which is still a decent score. Yeah,
1: but crazy that Zach would stomp her.
0: Yeah, because I think sixteen hundred is a perfect score on the SATs. Uh Or at least it was back then. So that was an extremely high score. I personally bombed my SATs. Yeah. It was the first time ever that I was hungover. And (laughs) That's a great
1: time to have your first hangover.
0: I was hungover and I love you but what a dummy. (laughs) That was a real dumb move. (laughs) I got like a
1: 990,
0: (laughs) which, you know, I feel like I'm smarter than a 990. You are. Like I took my ACTs in a normal state and I crushed the ACTs, but I did not crush the SATs.
1: I only took my ACT because I knew I was going to Lee University and they only required an ACT. Was it Lee
0: University at that point? I'm trying to remember when it switched.
1: It switched so close to that time. I feel like it it had already been university by the time I went, but I think it was college right before then.
0: Because when I first went there, it was Lee college.
1: Yeah. Like my whole growing up time, knowing I was going to go there, it was Lee college, Lee college, Lee college. So then it was weird to say university.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's it for me.
1: So my number one hot Sunday, which is the girl group formed that included Jesse, Kelly and Lisa. They had a wonderful video for "Go for It." Always get stuck mind in my head. To it. Go, Go for it. For get, it. Down get down and break the sweat. Rock and roll. Get you ain't say nothing yet. I could keep going, <laughs> and that's what's so funny is like watching it again after all these years, like still remembering all the words. And I loved the outfit changes; how they would flip back and forth between their different outfits and their yeah, different hairstyles. That was good. And they're all like working out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. It was a lot of fun. And that's actually the same episode where Jesse takes the caffeine pills. Is it really? Yeah, because she's trying to study for her exam. And then she's got the group that she's, you know, they're getting ready to have a performance at the max.
0: That's when she's freaking out, right? Because she's like asleep on the bed. Yes. Zach comes in, wakes he's her like, up. like, come on, we got to go. Because yeah. he's
1: like trying to manage them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that's when he's like, no, you really are taking drugs? Because I think Slater... Had called her out and Zach got so pissed at Slater. for They didn't even, believe him. Yeah. Like, and I'm why, like, well, why, would why wouldn't you up? like err on the side of caution that maybe she's taking drugs? Like, why wouldn't you just check in? Yeah. <laughs> maybe but ask
0: one question. Right.
1: Instead, he's just like, get out no. of here, Slater. That's my friend. How dare you? He's like, well, that's my friend, too, which is why I'm expressing concern. Right. Whatever. Zach. <laughs> Number two is a moment that is actually very sad and heartbreaking. And I remember being very upset when this happened, mm-hmm. but it's such a good moment. Like it's just a very, I don't know, classic TV moment. It's weird because it's actually a season premiere.
0: Yeah, that's right. It was.
1: That was another confusing thing because Zach and Kelly are getting ready to go to a dance, I think is what it. Mm-hmm. Caught, like a costume ball situation at school because well, they were dressed up as Romeo and Juliet. They were. Was it like a homecoming thing, maybe? I
0: feel like it was homecoming because they, they were announced. voted
1: king and queen.
0: Yeah, king and queen.
1: Yes. But in that episode, Kelly's dad has lost his job and she gets a job at the max to make money to help her family.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And her new boss is Jeff. Jeff. Who's played by Patrick Muldoon who I had had a crush on because he played Austin on Days of Our Lives.
0: I couldn't remember why I disliked this dude. He's also in Starship Troopers, (laughs) plays Xander, and I don't like the character of Xander. Until he gets his brain sucked out. It was amazing.
1: (laughs) I don't remember that. That's funny. But- You know, she's beating herself up because she realizes he's this older guy. He goes to UCLA. Mm -hmm. He's very good looking. He's charming and nice to her and understanding and all of that. And you see her just start to be kind of obsessive about him. Like she is bringing him up. She's talking about him to like Lisa and Jesse. And they're like, hey. Obviously, you're into this guy, but what about your boyfriend Zach? Mm -hmm. You know, and she's like, "Oh no, it's it's fine. You know, it's nothing." But then Jeff and Kelly have a moment where he kisses her, and she's into it. But then, of course, she's beating herself up. They go to the dance. Kelly is pouting Mm -hmm. the whole time. Like you actually, you see, like because Zach has a band, or they all have a band called Zach Attack, Mm -hmm. and they're performing. When Kelly's in the corner, like, with her head down, you just kind of see it on the pulled out shot. But she's just there, like, moping (laughs) because she's beating herself up. Right. But they win homecoming king and queen or whatever it is, king and queen of the whatever, prom, I don't know. King and and
0: queen of something.
1: Yes, some kind of formal dance where they're in costume. And when they (laughs) go up for their coronation, Kelly calls Zach Jeff. Yeah. And you see his face drop, and they're both just, like, getting their crowns put on their heads with these blank stares on their faces because they're like, oh, no. Yep. And then Zach's like, we have to go talk. So they go out to, like, this courtyard picnic table. And now Jesse and Slater, like, Slater's left his drum kit to come up and sing How Am I Supposed to Live Without You (laughs) by Michael Bolton. And it's so great because... You're just like, How am I supposed to live without
0: you? I know this oh. is going on too. And, and John. you
1: can tell, like, I'm pretty certain that it is Elizabeth Berkeley singing, but it's pretty clear that it is not. Mara Lopez is <laughs> lip syncing the heck out of that thing.
0: Yeah.
1: I-, I would love to know who sang his part because he really looks like he's feeling it.
0: Yeah, he's lip syncing the crap out of that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> But it's playing while Zach and Kelly are basically breaking up. And it's very upsetting. And, it was upsetting. And they're like, can we still be friends? He's mm-hmm. like, oh, forever. always, oh. or forever, whatever well, no, You're probably right, always. And I, I mean, when we watched it, I was like saying every line along with it. And yeah. I didn't even know that I would remember that. But I did. It was really impactful.
0: It was just hiding.
1: Hiding there. Back
0: in those synapses. to be sparked. Yep.
1: And then I know this is odd and I kept waiting for it to pop up and something that we would watch, but it never did. And we got to the end and I was like, wait, we have not seen this one episode that's sticking out in my head. So I had to go look it up. But it's the episode where Lisa and Zach have a thing. Mm -hmm. They end up kissing and having little flirty moments and like realizing that they like each other. And it's so funny because as a kid watching this, I mean, I guess as a, probably a preteen, you know, probably like 12 or something mm-hmm. by the time this was happening. I really liked it, which was funny because I loved Zach and Kelly. Right. And they would always do like an on again, off again kind of situation. But they like each other, but they also never want to be tied down. Mm-hmm. It's basically yeah, like, like neither what, of them did what their deal is. Yeah. I really liked the idea of Lisa and Zach and it was so out of nowhere because they were always just such good friends. Mm -hmm. It just all makes sense now knowing that they had been dating for three years while they were filming because their chemistry is so evident, like so much more than his chemistry with Kelly. And I definitely didn't feel anything as authentic feeling as this.
0: Yeah. Like this uh, felt real.
1: Especially, like, even before we really see any big sparks fly, and he's just trying to talk Lisa into something earlier in the episode, and he's standing by her locker, and he does this little thing where he, like, cocks his head to the side, and he's like, please, just real (laughs) quiet, you know? And he does that little, that smile, and she's just like, okay, you know? But you don't see that, even though he's such a womanizer, quote-unquote, this whole series, I don't feel like you see that. Right. With anyone else. And it really makes sense now that I know that they had real life chemistry. They did. So I just think it's funny that even like as a kid, their little connection really stood out to me. And I don't even know how it ended up because we only watched that one episode where they get together and poor Screech. I mean, that was the thing that was sad because Screech was heartbroken. That was rough. And it's like you almost you forget about Screech for a minute. Because you're just like, what is this thing that's happening? And, yeah. you know, you get that typical crowd, audience, the audience going, <laughs> like they do for every time anybody kisses or anything, you know, Zach does that's cute or whatever. The whole crowd will get excited. And they did that for them. But then it's like all of a sudden Screech walks in and you see his face drop. And then you're just like, oh, oh no, I Screech. forgot
0: about Screech,
1: too. Yes. I mean, he's loved Lisa this entire time. Mm -hmm. He loved her even on Good Morning, Miss Bliss. Like, he's just always had a thing for her. And she's, you know, never returned the feelings. Mm -hmm. But you've seen her soften towards him and everything. And it's just really hard to see. But he's mostly mad at Zach, obviously, because Zach is his best friend and he knows how Screech feels about her. And so Zach is like, fine, I won't date Lisa. And she's like, what? Yeah, <laughs> she's, she's upset. She's so upset. But Screech is actually like getting physical. He wants to fight.
0: Yeah, he plans a fight for him and Zach and then starts beating on Zach a little bit.
1: Yeah, and Zach's like, I'm not going to fight you. And he like stomps on Zach's foot and then he rips Zach's shirt open. Yeah. Of course, then the crowd's just like, Woo At the end of the day, then, you know, Lisa's like, you have to let me live my life. To Screech, like, I'm not your girlfriend, and Mm -hmm. I never was. Then Screech is kind of like, Zach, you would actually give up Lisa for me? He's like, yeah, I would. He's like, all right, you better be good to her. But then we didn't watch the episodes right after that because we didn't have time.
0: We read the description, though.
1: I don't remember how they fell apart. Did they just realize they were better as friends? We
0: should have watched the next episode, but they, they make no mention of it in the next episode description. So we didn't watch it.
1: And also, there's not that many episodes later that they do the Snow White and the Seven Dorks thing <laughs> where yeah. Zach and Jesse are making out. Right. And confused about their feelings. It's like senior year, they just decided, hey, who have we not had hook up yet?
0: Yeah, it's just like running the gambit at that point. <laughs> just like, oh, OK, let's you guys Let's see go Zach ahead. with
1: Lisa. Let's see Zach with Jesse. You know, like, <laughs> let's see Zach with Tori. Yeah. There's not enough people to put Zach with. <laughs> Okay. HMs. I loved Tori Spelling's character, Violet. She came on and she played a totally different character than what we've seen her in as, you know, Donna Martin on 90210. And this was all around the time, like, shortly after 90210 kicked off. But it was very popular at the time. And she came on and she's also kind of a quote-unquote nerd. She's got her braided pigtails and her glasses which just automatically makes her a nerd. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> and a perfect match for Screech. But I love their little romance. And especially the episode, it's actually a season finale. I think the end of season two. They're all in the Glee Club. And suddenly no one has any singing abilities mm-hmm. aside from Violet. Even though we've already seen Kelly, Lisa, and Jesse do a music video from their girl group they were in. Right. Right. And then the episode right after, like, the premiere of season three is when Zach attack, the band, forms. And Jesse's the lead singer. And Zach sings. Lisa sings. Like, they all can sing. And they crush it. While, yeah. While and they're, they're amazing. Singing. Yeah. But for this episode on the Glee Club, nobody can sing. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't line up. It's just a really cute scene, you know, because her parents don't approve of Screech and... He's not supposed to be anywhere near her, but she goes out and she's so upset by her parents Mm -hmm. and she just can't get it together to sing. And then he comes out on the stage to help her out and get her singing. And then it ends up being a great performance. And then her parents see that Screech is really a good guy and they approve, you know, and so it all works out.
0: Yeah, Good job, parents.
1: (laughs) Good job not judging somebody. Seriously.
0: Bunch of jerks.
1: But I thought Violet was a great character, and Tori did a really lovely post after Dustin passed away mm-hmm. of Violet and Screech together, and I thought it was That's it cute. was really sweet. I liked the prom episode; it was their last prom of their senior year, where they didn't have any money to do a re- like a normal prom, so their only way of getting around it was using the gym that was already decorated for the play Oklahoma. So they turned it into like a hoedown slash square dance situation. So everybody wore like cowboy attire. And Jesse and Slater get locked in the boiler room, which gives me some Angela Jordan Catalano vibes. (laughs) (laughs) And Zach and Kelly are fighting because he had wanted to go to the prom with Kelly, but she had another date and he kind of tricked her date into ditching Kelly. Kelly found out about it. And so she's now pissed at Zach. Lisa actually went with Screech as his date. She uh-huh. asked him to go because she couldn't decide between all of her suitors and Screech. Nobody wanted to go with Screech. And she's just like, he's such a good guy. I feel like we should go together. And in the end, Jesse and Slater get back together, which we never had even seen them break up. So we were kind of confused about that.
0: Well, we missed that. episode. We missed They it. do yes. break up. We just didn't watch that one.
1: Right. I mean, I know that it happens. I'm just saying I don't remember it from watching it live. And we didn't cover it this last time.
0: I feel like somebody needs to tell us the specifics on that one.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I guess we could just look it up, huh? No, no, no. Too <laughs> Someone lazy for that. Send us a DM, <laughs> and then Zach and Kelly make up, and they get together, and they're like, oh, "I guess we really were, we really are meant for each other." And then, like two episodes later, they're not together anymore. Yeah, doesn't make any doesn't
0: sense make either. any sense.
1: <laughs> but it is a fun episode. Because they're doing like square dancing and like Screech is the.
0: Yeah, he's collar, whatever. That, or whatever
1: yeah. you, I don't know what you call that, where he's like.
0: He's like the hoedown guy.
1: So then, All in the Mall is the name of the episode. They're there to buy tickets to the U2 concert. And Screech is in line. Zach and Slater leave him there, <sighs> expecting him to do things properly. Oh. He gets up there. And the person behind the window is like, do you want mezzanine or orchestra or whatever yeah. it is? And Screech is like, oh, I don't know. do what to do. Oh, he leaves. Can
0: you hold my place in line?
1: Yeah, he asks the guy behind him to hold his place in line. And then he leaves to go find them oh, to so- ask them what they would want. And then he's lost their place. It made us both sick to our stomachs. It's the
0: only time I was ever upset at Screech. I was like, right. do not leave. I was yelling at the at the television. I was like, don't leave.
1: Screech, no. I don't think that people today understand, like people that are younger than us, mm-hmm. understand the stress of buying concert tickets before there was internet.
0: Yeah, because now you get in line on your computer.
1: Right. And it's still stressful. Like it, it still stresses me out trying to buy it online. It's like, how
0: fast can you click on things?
1: Right. When you had to physically go to a location and- A lot of times it was like at a record store or a mall, a grocery store, things like that. Places that had like a Ticketmaster booth there and you had to wait in line. And a lot of times you could be waiting forever, but then there would be a lottery while you're there and they tell you what order you are in line. So it's not even a matter of who gets there first.
0: That's awful.
1: That happened at some of the places where I went to get tickets. I
0: feel like the modern equivalent is getting in line for like an iPhone.
1: Yeah, I guess. That would be similar.
0: Those are the only lines I've seen in the last like five years.
1: Yeah. Once we could get tickets online, we would still do the thing where if we didn't have great seats, we would always go the day of and around two or three o'clock when they would open the ticket window. Mm -hmm. A lot of times they would release good seats, like front row seats, like really good seats, because radio stations or places that had good tickets that didn't sell them or didn't give them all away would release them back. There were several times that I ended up in the front row or close to it because of doing that. Now, it's very stressful because you're like, am I going to be in these crappy seats?
0: Right. You could get nothing at that point.
1: Or am I going to get in the front? And the worst, though, is when you don't have tickets at all and you're going the day of to try to get Tickets And at that point, you just want anything you can get. And sometimes they don't have them. I remember one time for Dave Matthews Band, we went for, you know, we would always go to West Palm Beach for the weekend in the summer and usually had tickets for both nights. They would do double shows Friday and Saturday night. And we didn't have tickets for one of them. And I remember waiting and waiting and waiting for them to release tickets. And they <laughs> never did. But it was because it was one that was being not televised, it was like live-streamed or something. It was like early days of Mm live-streaming concerts. We ended up basically watching it from the parking lot because you could see the screen. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) From the parking lot? (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) So we just sat in the parking lot and watched it from there, listened, basically. The whole concert ticket thing ended up being this crazy thing where they came across this box that had $5,000 in cash and they come up with this idea that they're going to buy out all the rest, you know, the rest of the YouTube tickets that are there and sell them themselves and make lots of extra money. All of a sudden, there's like these two guys that are sketchy that are following them around and mm-hmm. they're scared. It ends up being like a candid camera type situation. Their prize for having gone through all the stress of the day are five front row tickets to YouTube.
0: And we don't get to see them go to the U2 concert. I
1: know. I
0: thought for sure that was going to be the next step.
1: Isn't there a show where they are at a U2 concert? What is that? Oh, it's Entourage.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Sorry. That was a fun episode. And it brought up a lot of memories of what it was like having to get concert tickets back then. Also back on the Zach and Lisa front, I really liked the episode where Zach had to get knee surgery. And Lisa was a candy striper. Mm -hmm. And so she was, you know, there at the hospital and she's kind of taking care of him. And he's scared. And, you know, all of his friends are kind of worried about him and stuff. But Lisa's there more than everybody else. And I felt a chemistry (laughs) then. And this was before anything had ever happened with them. There's like a little part where he's falling asleep and she kisses his forehead. and You hear the audience kind of be like, "Uh?" like they don't do the full. (laughs) But... You can tell that they're a little bit like, oh, what's this that's happening?
0: Like, I'm into this.
1: Yeah. And now I understand that I could feel the chemistry because they had something going on.
0: Right.
1: You know? But I didn't know that at the time. I just think it's fun. So that's all of that. And I just wanted to add that, obviously, we all know that there's a lot of rumors. There are a lot of things that have happened since wrapping the show, but we just don't feel like getting into the nitty gritty of the negative stuff, like the rumors and the gossip and all of that. We just want to focus on the good times and the things that make us feel happy and nostalgic. So we're not going to delve into that this episode.
0: Absolutely. Go look it up on YouTube if you want to dig into it.
1: Yeah. There were two spinoffs, and I'm sure you know, but Saved by the Bell, The College Years... It only aired for one season. In my mind, it was much longer than that. I know. I
0: thought it was as well.
1: It was from 93 to 94, and it was on primetime. So a little different than Saved by the Bell. Ah. And then there was Save by the Bell, the new class. And that was on a lot longer than I thought, which was from 93 to 2000.
0: I miss this one. I never saw that.
1: I remember seeing a little bit of it. And Mr. Belding was the only common denominator, and it was oh, a big really? you know, oh, and yeah. all of that. But, like... I knew a few of the people that were on there where mm-hmm. I recognized them or maybe I just remember them from the first few episodes but obviously by 2000 I was off yeah, you were I done was with like that. in LA At <laughs> that point
0: <laughs> It's crazy that it ran for like 7 seasons though.
1: I know. And it also came on Saturday mornings. Yeah. So people liked it. That it actually did. I mean that was on longer than the original. Right, exactly. So strange.
0: There's also two specials.
1: I know, we really wanted to watch them before we recorded this podcast, but then we saw that they were both like four episodes each. We're like, we have no time.
0: They're basically like little mini movies. Yeah. I think we will cover them.
1: Yeah, I think it just gives us content for another full episode.
0: Yep, absolutely. They are Saved by the Bell, Hawaiian Style, which was in 1992, and Saved by the Bell, Wedding in Las Vegas, which was... Right after The College Years.
1: Yes, in 94.
0: So I feel like we'll cover those two and The College Years in a separate episode.
1: Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. Because I'm not quite ready to let go of Saved by the Bell. Not to mention the reboot.
0: The reboot. I'm very excited to watch the reboot.
1: It's on the Peacock Network. It just came out in 2020.
0: It didn't. I've actually heard that it's pretty good.
1: Have you? Yeah. I was a little leery of it just because... Some of the reboots that we've seen from shows we loved were a little cheesy, but I believe this has Mark Paul, it has Tiffany Amertheson, it has Mario, it has Elizabeth, and I think a cameo by Lark. Yeah. So I'm excited to check it out. I know that, that it involves like- Their kids, and, kids and stuff. And yeah. I, don't, I don't even, I think Mr. Belding is on it as well.
0: Is he? Okay. Yeah. I think it'll be fun to watch it. I can't wait.
1: Me too. So it was really fun revisiting- Bayside. It was. And I was surprised at how clearly I remembered these episodes.
0: It came right back to me as well. It's just like, oh, wow, I remember all of that.
1: I wish that we had had more time to watch all of it.
0: I totally thought the same thing. Like, I wanted to watch every single episode. We actually, like, watched way more of these episodes than we
1: normally would
0: would have. Mm -hmm. Just because we're like, oh, wait a minute. We got to watch that one.
1: (laughs) And then you kind of are like, snap out of it. You don't have time. Yeah.
0: Cause like normally we're done by Friday.
1: Yeah, but watching
0: something if it's running long, right? We are still watching episodes today.
1: Yeah, this morning we woke up and had to finish.
0: It's Saturday today, by the way, when yeah, we're recording. The
1: Saturdays <laughs> are our recording days. Yeah, but it was worth it.
0: It was worth it. It was a lot of fun.
1: It was okay. Nostalgic items.
0: What you got?
1: I have these. Smurfs glasses that you got me for Christmas, right? They're from 1982, and it has Smurfette, and she's like being all flirty looking, and then it has several Smurfs over here, which they're actually non-distinctive, the Smurfs that are here. Yeah, they're
0: just like general Smurfs. Yeah,
1: normally you can tell who's who right, by like a pencil behind the ear or a flower or glasses or something, but these are all very basic looking Smurfs.
0: This is a Smurfette glass for sure. Yes,
1: but the Smurfs all have little hearts over their heads because they're in love with Smurfette. And he got me two of them so that I can face one this way and one the other way so I can see both. And it's kind of like a little scene. No, that is
0: not why I got you two of those.
1: Uh, Why? So that we could both drink out of them?
0: No, I got you two of those so you'd have one to display and one to play with. (laughs) <laughs> so you can actually have a drink out of that. That's like,
1: very you. But in my mind, it's like, oh, well, when they're on when it. they're on the shelf, you have Smurfette and then you turn the other one the other way. So you can see the Smurfs all being gaga over her. Next Listen, her.
0: they are your glasses. You do what you want to with them.
1: <laughs> I will take a picture so that you can see <laughs> what I mean when I say this. But they're very cute. And they're from Hardee's, which makes sense. I feel like. There was another set that we had that was from Hardee's. Mm.
0: I don't remember the northern equivalent of Hardee's, but I feel like we had something up north.
1: Is it like Jack in the Box, maybe? Potentially. I had Jack in the Box out west, but I feel like they are the... Or maybe that's Carl's Jr. that's Hardee's.
0: That makes sense. I bet you it's Carl's Jr. Yeah,
1: I think that's right. But Hardee's had some good glasses. They did. We didn't eat there a whole lot, but occasionally...
0: They have this Frisco burger now yes. that is really good. No,
1: they had a Frisco burger back then. That Did was they? what I always got. I love that. If it wasn't breakfast, I got a Frisco burger. Yep. And now I really want a Frisco burger.
0: <laughs> I would take a Frisco burger as well, please.
1: Can someone order that for us?
0: <laughs> okay, my item, I don't actually have it in here with me because it's big.
1: You can't hold it in your hands. I cannot
0: hold it in my hands. Mine is the arcade one-up version of Burger Time. So, this is an arcade cabinet game that I loved growing up. I loved Burger Time. Yeah. So, if you all aren't familiar with it, Arcade One Up re releases like smaller cabinet versions of arcade games from, you know, the 80s.
1: They're not that small, though. They're, like can they're still, a lot smaller. They than, are, but I'm saying you can still stand at it. It's just not as wide. Yeah, it's not as
0: wide, not quite as tall. Yeah. But it's the perfect representation of Burger Time. I he love was that game. so
1: excited when he got this. And let me yes. tell you that he talked about it, I feel like, for a year before he finally purchased it.
0: Well, it was on pre-order.
1: Oh, It okay. wasn't
0: out as I was That's talking why. about it. Arcade 1-Up had announced that they were going to sell it. And okay. So I would put in for the pre-order. And then I had to wait. <laughs>
1: and
0: then eventually me and my friend went in halvesies on it and... He sold his half to me because I was so much better than him (laughs) at this game that he just gave up. (laughs) Now, I'm not actually good at the game in comparison to watching people that are good at it, but boy did I crush him.
1: Love you, Stun. Love you, stunner.
0: (laughs) But yeah, that's my item. It is so much fun to play this game. If you like eighties arcade cabinets, check out Arcade One Up. We're not sponsored or anything like that. But we'd like to be
1: should
0: be. I'm just saying, go check it out. They are a lot of fun because I have this one and I have another one that we may
1: talk about in the future. Yeah.
0: No spoilers.
1: Okay. I guess we are done with yes. this episode, our safe by the Bell episode. Just a few reminders. We still have our cozy club. We would love that you all have been sending in different cozy memories or things that you do nowadays for self-care. Mm-hmm. Just send us a DM or you can email us at we don't want to grow up pod at gmail. We also have our Patreon. You can become a member of our Patreon at patreon.com slash we don't want to grow up. We have a series called Pilots on Patreon. We put out our first bonus episode, which is covering the pilot of freaks and geeks, which we had so much fun covering. Yes, we did. Soon we'll be adding to our a library. Library. I celebrate the entire catalog.
0: You didn't say catalog right. Catalog.
1: (laughs) Sorry, I'm not from Western New York. (laughs) Also, keep sending in those pictures. Uh, We have received so many pictures. I have so many different folders of different categories on my phone saved of all these amazing memories that you've sent. Lately, we are asking for... Any like high school prom, Mm -hmm. formal, homecoming, dance photos that you have from the 80s, 90s, early 2000s. We've posted some of those that you've sent already, and they are amazing. They are. (laughs) Also, spring break memories. Ooh, yeah. Senior pictures. I feel like it's that time of year. I want to see those kind of pictures. I
0: just showed you my senior picture, and we came across somebody else's in my yearbook that was... (sighs) pretty incredible.
1: Several of those are yes. incredible. <laughs> I don't know if we're allowed to show those on our page, but I would <laughs> like to. Thank you all for listening and supporting us.
0: Thank you everyone. We'll talk to you soon.
1: Stay tuned. Bye. Bye.